Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We are back. 100k and Jaws bet. Is this the final race meeting of the spring Jaws? Is this the last one? Stakes day? Uh, we got 1,000 guineas day next week because I've moved it back to the back end of the carnival. But um, this is this is one of the last ones, yeah. Well, stakes day, so I'm excited. It's been a big week. Let's go all the way back to last Saturday. Derby day and Golden Eagle day. You were at the Golden Eagle. How'd you go in Sydney? First of all, how was your day in the marquee? And then how'd you go punting on the horses? Yeah, well, it was a it was an unreal day, unreal day to be there in the marquee. It was um, yeah, really good fun. Um, but yeah, we had, we had a great day on the punt as well. We um, managed to back a few long price winners, a couple of which I'm hoping that a few hundred k listeners got onto, uh, including Amazonian Lats, which was um, a, a great result at about fifteen bucks, and the Cornella was uh, dozy. Uh, that was a great result, and managed to, to find Pride of Jenny as well. Um, it paid about twenty dollars in the Empire Road, so. When you when you back a couple of couple of horses at that price, you don't need many to to um, be collecting on the day. It was good. Even I had Amazonian last, and I had the Quinella with Zardozzi. And then when the last one and Zardozzi came second, I was absolutely wrapped. That was a good one. Amelia's jewel was bloody stiff. Got bumped a couple of hundred out, but we we did have a little bit on the Japanese horse. What was it called again? Uh, Obamburamai. Yeah, that was a powerful run. That was good to watch. That one. Was there any other winners in Sydney? Uh, there would be, I can not off the top of my head, but uh, we definitely picked a few winners in Sydney, but because, uh, um, yeah, the boys were celebrating for a fair bit of the day, which was And good. then the actual derby, so what, what came second here, what was it called? Apulia. Apulia, you had it at 17 to 1, you tipped it about three weeks ago to me, we were on Apulia, 17 to 1, and it lost by about that fucking much to Rip Rocket. When I watched the yeah. ball, I thought it got it on the bob, but then it just, he didn't get it right, did he? Yeah, just just needed another twenty meters. I reckon we would have had it, but um, oh, that's that's racing, unfortunately. But um, yeah, hopefully we'll get the next one that we tip at seventeenth. And then Melbourne Cup Day was earlier in the week on the Tuesday. You said you don't really touch Melbourne Cup too much. You just have a bet on the actual race. What did you tip your subscribers? Uh, Salcom was the main bet in the cup, so that was a stiff watch as well. <laughs> watching watching it miss the start by four lengths and then run up bums the entire straight. Um, but yeah, I mean. All on as the winner, but I give um, Cyclone has a bit more luck. It makes it pretty interesting in that sort of last 50 metres. Uh, so I wanted to ask this question. So, like, Cyclone's owned by the Richmond boys, Tom Lynch, Jack Raywalt, Liam Bank, whoever it is. If you're the Richmond boys, are you happy Cyclone came second in the Melbourne Cup or are you fucking filthy at the ride at, road in the last couple of hundred? 
Because I've run um, a couple of times and it is absolutely <clears throat> fucked. And I still don't know how it comes second for what it did. So I think um, initially you're probably pretty filthy straight after the race and maybe for a day or two after. But then looking back, it's pretty crazy to have a runner that runs second in the Melbourne Cup. And then you, they'll probably get their prize money in a week or two and then they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you put it that way, it's right. But he was on the back of the winner. He was on the back of Mark Zara. And he yeah. just ran into a wall and went left and right. You got to, if you haven't rewatched it and you just keep your eyes on Sulkin when they hit the turn and he's following, what's it, what was the thing that one called again? Without a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to rewatch it because if I was a Sulkin backer, I would feel fucking shit ass. So, but that yep. was a great race. That was a good race to watch. Um, it's fucking long. Like, you only need to watch the last 600. The rest of it's just yeah. a long time. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty much, isn't it? And then, Stakes Day, oh, Oaks Day yesterday, was it? Yeah, Oaks was yesterday. Did you have a bet to your subscribers yesterday, Oaks Day? Uh, I sent out a tip sheet. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't watch many races. and I managed to tip second and third in the Oaks, so that was a bit more painful. <laughs> a bit more of a, a bit more pain for me. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not a massive fan of the, the midweek, cup, uh, cup-week cards. Uh, they usually throw up some interesting results, and I'm usually keener on uh, the Derby and Stakes Day tomorrow. So we've got Stakes Day tomorrow. So let's get into Stakes Day. And where are we in Sydney? What have we got in Sydney? We have Randwick? Uh, Rose Hill. Rose, Rose Hill. Hill. What race day is in Sydney tomorrow? Uh, I think it's the Five Diamonds, or one of those random pop-up races where they throw yeah. squillions of dollars at it. Yeah. So you are currently at a hotel in Melbourne. You'll be at Stakes Day tomorrow. You're ready to go. You're up and about. I am. I'm very keen. Keen to just... Check out all the good-looking horses uh, in the mountain. Yeah, it would be good to see Mr. Brightside and uh, Alligator Blood and those sorts of horses in the flesh. I love how much you fucking love horses because <laughs> I wouldn't know anything. Yeah, but... a bit of a horse perf. <laughs> a bit of a horse porn for you. So, you're best <laughs> at Flemington tomorrow. What are we looking at at Flem? Um, uh, the best, I've, I've sort of just sided with the horse that I've got priced the shortest on the day, which is Imperatries in race six, which is the champion sprint. Um, I've got... Uh, her price about two dollars thirty at the moment. Um, I think we're going to get that tomorrow. Um, I think she'll drift a little bit. I think a few people will be um, chucking a fair bit on in secret. So hopefully we get a drift on Imperatrice because she's my um, most confident uh, result tomorrow. Yeah. So race six, number eight, Imperatrice. So I'm looking at this. So it's got some good horse in this race. Bella Nipitina had a good win last week. Uh, Buenos Nachos or whatever it's called, is it that ran a place in the Everest, did it? Or uh, No, it ran in the Everest. Ran, ran in, the, in Everest. the Everest. And then yep. there's In Secret, which is a good horse. So you really like Imperatrice in a pretty a pretty loaded race. Yeah, I, I think she's the best sprinter in the country. And I think um, the straight race is going to really suit her as well. So, um, look, yeah, like I said, she's my most confident result on the day. And um, hopefully can she can get the chocolates. So the jockey's Opie Bosson. I've never heard of who's Opie Bosson. Where are they from? Yeah, he's a Kiwi, so he's come over to ride horses like like her. Um, right. But she's originally she's originally from New Zealand. Right, right. Sounds good. So it's it's done the distance eight times, six wins, one second, one third. So it's going to give itself a jockey slash horse eleven times ridden, nine wins. It's going yeah. to give itself yeah, she's a winner. On a good track tomorrow, seven starts, seven wins. So I see why you're liking it. This looks like a good thing. Good weight, 56 and a half kilos. Yeah, that'll be a good one to watch. I love watching a sprint. Uh, yeah. So we'll go to Rose Hill. What's your best at Rose Hill tomorrow? Uh, best at Rose Hill comes up in that five diamond race that I spoke about, which is Antino, which has gone up from Melbourne. 
Um, I just think Antino's not up against much here, and he's coming out of much better races than what he faces, um, as I mentioned. So looks to get a really nice map from Barrier 2. Um, he's going to put himself in the race, I'm hoping, and can just be too good for him. And I think you're getting $3 plus. Yeah, so I'm having a look at the field. I don't know many in the field in this one. So we're going to Rose Hill, race eight, number three, Antino, two dollars ninety. So you you reckon that's just it's just better than everyone, and two dollars ninety is a bit of a steal in that race. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not shorter, and I reckon that the market will come for it tomorrow. I, I, I'm just um, yeah, just the class factor. I think will get us um, get it very close to winning. Yeah, yeah, that is very nice. So there you two best. So now give me some value. Where are we finding the value tomorrow? Yeah, I want to give you two. Both at um, both at Flemington. One's in race five. It's sole choice. And the last time I looked at this horse, it was about nineteen dollars. I really like the the chances of this horse each way tomorrow. Um, it's got come up from three runs at the mile. Now gets to two thousand meters, which I think it's been looking for. It's got a shorter SP starting price over half of this field basically, but somehow is triple their price tomorrow. Um, I like the fact that Linda Meach has gone off for Geordie Childs. I think Geordie Childs is just a, a superior rider, in my opinion. Um, it's going to put himself into the race, um, and I'm, I'm a massive fan of, of her chances tomorrow's sole choice. So I'll be with her in race five. Um, you got a price there for me, Jeffy? Yeah, 26 to 1, 6 bucks. Oh, there you go. It's drifted. Yeah. 26 I think that's a great each way bet. It says yep. proven winner, track talent. It's like the favourites deny knowledge at 440 with Jamie Carr on board. So this could be yep. the, the better of the day. If you're there, you got a little bit of outlay, race five on sole choice, number 10, and you get 26 to one to win, six to place. This excites me, Jules. This looks like a winner. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's my second selection in the race, but I just think it's well over the odds. I'll, I'll be with deny knowledge as well, but I think it's a really easy two-bet strategy in that race with those two sort of bracketed. Um, and the other one I've got for you is in race nine, which is the last race of the day. Hopefully not the get-out stakes, because hopefully we're up by then. But um, it's uh, give giggles, uh, which is, in my opinion, well over the odds in this race. I think it's got a great chance coming back to 1,100 metres. Um, it's it's produced some numbers that are going to be pretty competitive in a race like this. And I like the fact that it's up against some horses that are fresh, whereas it's had a couple of runs under its belt, probably a little bit fitter. And you're getting sort of $16, $17 about a horse that I think should be closer to, to single figures. Yeah, I'm having a look. I'm just reading about it now. So we're going race nine. Number fourteen, give giggles. So seventeen to one to win, four sixty to place. I'm having a look at it now. So it's run the distance twice, two wins. Jockey and horse, one start, one win. And on a good track, it's three rides, two wins, one second. It's it's form stacks up. And then is there anything in this race you think like so? James McDonald, James coming on kin number nine four forty is the favourite. But apart yep. from that, you just you really like the price and the look of give, give giggles here. Yeah, well, the, Kin, Kin's the obvious one, and I've got Kin favourite in my market, and I'll probably end up um, having something on it as well. But at the price, give giggles is definitely the, the value in the race. Um, it, um, it it basically gave Winburn to, to a horse called Mornington Glory, which is also in this race, but is much, much shorter in the market. And I just can't, can't really understand the price discrepancy between those two. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's a value, and that'll be a nice one to finish the day. You're up a couple of grand at Flemington, and then you have give giggles to win. Everyone goes off happy, so that's a good one. So where that is too nice value. So your champion stakes. So the stakes day, we're going to stakes day. Who's winning the champion stakes? Uh, I'm with Darkie. 
Um, Zaki's going for three on the trot in this race. So Zaki, he's won it the last two years. His run in the Cox Plate was better than it looked. Um, he was coming off about 40 days off, which no other horse in the Cox Plate was, basically. So he wasn't as fit and primed and ready to go. I thought he was unbelievable sitting outside the lead, which is the hardest spot in the race to be, facing, facing the breeze basically the whole trip and stuck on really well. That is just going to prime him up for tomorrow um, where he gets back to the scene of the crime, track and trip stats. Um, and Jamie Carr's also ridden him in his last um, champion stakes win as well. So I think he's ready to rock and roll tomorrow, Zaki, and he's going to put himself on top of the speed and be hard to beat. Zaki, number one, five to one, dollar eighty-five to place. Absolutely love this. So West Wind blows is the favourite, two dollars ninety. Where do you have that rated? What do you think of it? Oh, I've got him five dollars. So um, to put it in perspective, like I have Zaki five dollars as well. Yeah. So I, I'm giving them both the same sort of chance in terms of probability of winning the race, but one of them's two dollars ninety and one of them's five dollars. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's how I sort of um, outlay, outlay my bets and how I sort of find my tips. So I'm having a, just a look through. So Dewey Ass is running this race. We'll back that before. You've given me that one for. Is that any chance? Yeah, that, that's actually the other the other selection. That'll be my second um, secondary bet in the race. Number nine, Dewey Ass, James, Damien Oliver on board. Is this his last? This is his last run, isn't it? In a group run or something? Ah, uh, yeah, it, it would be actually. Yeah, because he's obviously retiring. So I, I can't yeah. take. He's having himself. And then a tissue, 750, McDonald's, CJ Waller, number 10. Good chance or stay away? Yeah, yeah chance. Chance, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Love it's this. a pretty open edition of the stakes, um, which, is, which is good. It's what you want to see competitive racing. So I'm uh, so looking forward to getting out there tomorrow. You're excited to be there and watch that. Right, <laughs> so you've got an exotic for us. Last week, your exotic was Amazonian Lass, Zardozzi, Quinella. And it fucking won. It nearly won again yesterday in the Oaks as well. Yeah. As he won, Amazonian last came fourth. I actually never watched the race, but it was good to see. Like you, really, you were very bullish on Zardozzi last week. With Wild being very interested in Amazonian last, and it was good to see it didn't win on Derby Day, but then it won. You know, it wins yeah. on the Thursday yesterday. Yeah. So what do we got exotic tomorrow? Um, in race three, I've sort of priced it up and I've only got two, I've got basically two standout horses in, in race three and one of them Swartz, which is the favourite with McDonald, and the other one Snapback, which has got Mark Zara on it. It'll be top weight. Um, I think those two are standouts in the race and I'm happy to quinella them. So I'm going to put that as my best exotic tomorrow. So we got, yeah, I'm just putting it. So number one, Snapback, the Melbourne Cup jockey, Mark Zara on board. He's in absolute form. He's That's been 750. And then number six, Schwartz, James McDonald on board, fifty-four kilos, two bucks sixty. Add that to a Canela, absolutely love it. Absolutely yep. love it. So that you'll be all over that. Who do you prefer to win over, or you, is it better because it's two dollars sixty? It's actually better betting on both of them and a Quinella because you nearly make profit. That's that's always what I do. I'll take both and the Quinella. Yeah, no, absolutely love that. My staking might be a little bit different. For example, I might have, um, you know four units on Swartz and one unit on Snapback just just to sort of um, even out the, the return. Yeah. Um, because obviously, obviously if you level stake them at that price, you're going to get a much better result Snapback, even though you might be keener on, on Swartz. So, um, yeah, that's the way that I'll be doing it tomorrow. And then have we got a multi for tomorrow? Yeah, I'm keeping it fairly simple, four-legger. Um, so we're putting in Swartz, Swartz in race to three to win. 
Yep. Just wins. Uh, we're putting in we're putting in Imperatrice in race six, the best at Flemington. Yep. We love this. We thing. are putting in Zaki to place. Zaki to place. Zaki to place, and then we're going to Rose Hill, and we're putting in our best at Rose Hill and Tino to win in race eight. Rose Hill and Tino. Race eight, righto. So we've got, let me go through, I've got it here. So race three, number six, Schwartz to win. Yep. Race eight, number eight, no, sorry, race six, number eight, Imperatrice, your best of the yep. day. Zaki to place in the stakes, race eight, number yep. one. Antino to win, Rose Hill, number three. We're getting 27 to one on that. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Yes, it is very nice. Absolutely. That is <laughs> what I like to hear. So, Mr. Brightside Race, I only just saw it. So you're one of your favourite horses in the country. Um, hmm. I'm just going to go to the race now. What's this? The Champions Mile. So you've got Mr. Brightside, yeah. Alligator Blood, uh, Fangirl, Pride of Jenny again. So short, short field. What do you like in this race? Um, I think I'm going to get a good enough price for Fangirl that I want to be backing her at. Um, I think she's the one that I want to be with just in terms of I think she sets up the best tomorrow in the way that I think the race will be run and how she's going to come through the Cox Plate. I think she'll handle going back to the mile better than Mr. Brightside. And although she'll probably be last in the run, it's only a small field, which um, means she basically doesn't have to run around as many horses. So um, I think she'll get the set up tomorrow to be able to back Fangirl. So you're saying Mr. Brightside could be hit the front in the straight and Fangirl might run around the outside and just run over. That could be it. That could be the, that could be the, um, the two fighting it out, I reckon. Uh, so, Mr. Brightside, has it come second its last two? So, it's, it's due a win, is it, the champ? Yeah, well, he, he was beat by Fangirl two starts back up in Sydney and That's then right. um, obviously got, got nutted in the Cox Plate. Who was on Fangirl when he beat, when it beat Mr. Brightside? Was it Jamie? Not me. No. <laughs> uh, jockey. Yeah, what jockey will yeah, it, be the same yeah. race? Like it'll just run up behind Mr. Brightside and overtake um, him? It'll probably be a little bit different because she'll be on the outside of him, whereas she snuck up on the inside of him after, um, in that race at Randwick. So she'll be coming um, with one run and probably getting to the better part of the track too. So um, part of the reason why I want to side with her tomorrow. And then he's prior to Jenny any chance. You backed it last week at 17 to 1 or 20 to 1. Well, it's 17 to 1 no. again. <clears throat> Honestly, um, I'm not giving her none. Um, it, like it would be unbelievable to see her back up after that high exertion race last yeah. uh, last week, and to to come and beat this field because this is just next level. Like this isn't just the mares. This is alligator blood chasing you with Brightside and Fan Girl. So, yeah. uh, look, she's not without a chance because she's tough as all buggery and um, she's going to put herself up on speed and be hard to catch. But um, yeah, yeah I, I, I'd, I'd be surprised. So you think Pride of Jenny's going to go to the front and try and? Just lead the whole way. Brightside's yep. going to be coming behind it. Alligator Blood's behind it. So two of the best horses in the country, and then Fangirl's going to be flying home as well. So it's going to be a hard yeah. race to hold on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love hold on. I love that. You've taught me a lot of racing the last couple of weeks, Jaws. I feel like <laughs> I'm nearly an expert. I can't back a winner unless you send it to me, but I love it, mate. I love it. All right, it's been a good chat. I'm excited for you tomorrow. Are you? Just with the plebs tomorrow, you're in the members tomorrow, you're in another marquee. What are you up to tomorrow? No, no, just in the plebs tomorrow. Just in the hey, plebs tomorrow. But um, the no, we'll be cool. all, you get a good enjoying it regardless. Public, you'll enjoy it. Oh, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Ground myself a little bit. Me and Morgs are at Balnarin races tomorrow. I'll talk about that more tomorrow on Answer Story. But uh, you got any tips out of Balnarin? Oh, I can't say I've done the form for Balnarin, but um, I'd probably just be back in the, the bigger tour 
the biggest horse you reckon? All right. Yeah, right. just have a look at him in the mounting yard and pick the biggest one. <laughs> Perfect. That's a good tip. I'll take that on board. <laughs> You'll see it's on the Insta story of right. Good luck tomorrow playing to Jaws. Enjoy it, mate. Uh, what do we got next week, did you say? We've got one more week. What day is it next yes. week? 1,000 guineas and uh, Rupert Clark stakes. So a couple of group ones to finish off the carnival. At Flemington? Uh, Caulfield. Caulfield? Oh, going back to Caulfield. Beautiful. Back at Caulfield. Are you going to be there? No, I'm unfortunately not going to be there. I've um, had a couple of weekends away now. I'd better be laying up at home next weekend. Mate, when we have a big, you have a big win tomorrow. When bloody uh, this twenty-six to one shot, whatever it was called, when that wins, <laughs> you'll be there next week. Don't need to work that on could the back end. That that could get me there. All right, good to talk to you, mate. Enjoy tomorrow. Well done. Yeah, mate. Bye. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it, of course. Right now, open a new CQ checking account and we'll give you $250 to spend however you like. Upgrade those headphones, splurge on concert tickets, or maybe upgrade to ad-free streaming. The choice is yours. And extra cash isn't all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. All with CQ. Visit CQMD.org today. That's S-E-C-U-M-D.org today.